0: We are Steel Magnolias, two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Lainey, Bourbon 101 last time went over really well.
1: It sure did. We got some really great feedback. One fun story I want to share. I got, um, I had said on that episode... If you have any Pappy Van Winkle, please invite me over. And uh, I actually got an invite. You did. I got an invite to taste a Pappy Twelve Year. Okay. So I haven't taken him up on that just yet. He did. My friend did have a, a stipulation of you need to come soon because I'm oh, it's right. It. Okay. All right. So anyhow, ask gonna, and you shall receive. I thought the exact same thing. Like, isn't that fun? That's
0: cool. Put I, the feelers out and get some response. I had a neighbor. Um, Come up to me and say she had listened to the episode, and they are big bourbon lovers in their household, and they've That's, got a Pappy twenty three. Wow! Now I was not invited <laughs> to, to, to taste come that share. One. I don't think it's open, or that was sort <laughs> of how, how I got. how I took it. But they had all That's kinds. Indeed, they had different ones that you know. Blanton was one that uh-huh. she shared that I know you've had your eye out for lately, yep. and and an E. H. Taylor. Yep, which. Tons of Heavenly Hill. I mean, she was just naming on and on. So that's um, fun. I'm so glad people enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and um, we have a fun show today as well. We are sort of staying in the region of Kentucky lately. Definitely in today's episode, because we're going to be talking about... Keeneland. Yes. So, we're going to spend today's episode talking about the internationally renowned racecourse Keeneland, which is the Thoroughbred industry's leading auction house right. as well. as well. As well. So, it was founded in 1936 and their mission is to continually invest in the industry and to preserve the tradition of Thoroughbred racing. They're located in Lexington. And they have quite the property. I mean, the grounds of Keeneland are just superb. So beautiful. Superb. They're, they're, Lexington is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. To drive through Lexington on that bluegrass parkway um, mm-hmm. is really fun. But we wanted to make Lots sure. Lots of beautiful horse
1: farms
0: in the area. Yes. Yeah. Woodford Reserve is right down the yep. road from Keeneland. But we weren't sure if people knew about this uh, property and the fact that they open the grounds up in the spring and fall for what they call their spring meet and their fall fall meet meet. so everybody knows about the kentucky derby or probably uh knows about it but keeneland is a little bit more off of the radar i'm sure unless you're from kentucky exactly i went to school in kentucky so
1: that was something that people sometimes would do was go to keeneland and um very fun thing to jump yeah. into.
0: You so, do- so we got to go last fall. You uh-huh. and I did. We went in October. Every weekend in October and every weekend in April, they open the grounds for their meet, and it's open to the public. You do um, you want to get your tickets in advance, especially if you are planning to sit in the grandstand, which is the only covered area. We're actually <laughs> we we <laughs> sat in the grandstand last time, part of the time. But it was cold. I mean, chilly,
1: not it cold. Chilly, it was October. October, and um, you're up closer if you're in general admission. But you're yes. standing unless you've brought seating or something. Yeah. There's a few
0: benches. Yeah, we had really good seats because the finish line was always right in front of us. Yeah, and I don't know if you knew that when you bought the tickets. I did. You did. I you saw that. that. Okay. Yeah. So February first, just a few days ago, was when the tickets went on sale for the spring meet. And I think within 30 minutes to an hour, the first two Saturdays had already completely sold out of Grandstand. Now, that's not to say that you can't go because we're going to still go April 6th. Um, but we're just going to be in the general admission, which basically means we got a cheaper ticket, and we'll be bringing our own camping chair to That's sit right. in, um, because there's there is no seats. Um, there are few benches, but I mean very few. Yeah, so. those are first come first serve. Yeah. you could run in and claim them and camp out there um, if you wanted to. But um, we're we're hoping for good weather because, of course, April does bring a good amount of rain yeah. to the south, but. Um, Five bucks, that's all we had to spend on our general admission tickets. So that leaves us more cash to spend on frivolous things like um, concessions and betting. That's right. They're (laughs) hoping that the low cost will get you doing some betting. Yeah. So the races happen April 4th through the 26th. And again, like we said, this is in Lexington, Kentucky at Keeneland. That's about three hour three hours and twenty minutes or so uh, north of Nashville, so very drivable, yeah, and um, grandstand tickets are on Wednesday Thursday, Friday, and Sunday are ten dollars a person and on Saturdays they're twenty dollars a person, but like I said, there's probably only one Saturday left at the time of this recording, yeah for that so um Works. And that's Easter weekend,
1: the one that was that's still open. True. So that's kind of hard if you're.
0: That's very true. Yeah, from the area. Yeah, yeah. Um, well,
1: that even if you're from the south, because you probably go to church. You probably also. are going
0: to be in church. <laughs> there's going to be yeah. There's going to be activities <laughs> that was around. An assumption, but <laughs> yeah, Easter, Good Friday service, Easter service, and everything yeah. in between. So, um, but yeah, when we went up in October, we drove up. The day of the race, we actually went on a Friday last year, and so we drove straight to the racetrack. And when we got there, gorgeous day, mm-hmm. we were kind of bummed because we didn't realize that tailgating was such a big part of this experience. Well, I knew tailgating was a part of it. It was just me and
1: you, so I didn't really well, think that was really going to be as much fun, <laughs> just <laughs> two people tailgating. But... um <laughs> I didn't think about that either. I did not realize that you could have alcohol on the property at your tailgate.
0: Right. That's different. I would have actually done that even if it was just the two of us. us. We could have, yeah, we could have pre-gamed in the parking lot. But that's okay, because now we know this time, and now we can share this with all of our listeners that may be planning a trip. So first and foremost, I'll get the invitation out. If you're listening to this and you want to come to Keeneland and you want to meet us there Saturday, April 6th. Grab a general admission ticket. Yes, Come Lainey on. and I will be there. We would love to meet up with you. Um, we will continue to communicate that out on our Instagram page. But um, consider yourself invited. So one of the things that I think is important, um, especially for us gals that need to know, first and foremost, what to wear. This is much less uh, dressy, and there's far you less pomp circumstance right. than the Kentucky Derby. Oh goodness, yes. Um, so m- probably more than um, just sort of style, you would want to dress for the occasion, which is outdoors. Right. So you're Weather. you're going to want to be weatherproofed in some boots or some layers, some rain gear. You know, yeah. Um, yeah layers is good because if
1: you're in the sun it may be one thing if you're in if the sun goes down you're in another
0: yeah yeah but I don't know what it is about um horse racing but I had never been around it this was the when we went in October it was my first time being at a live horse race but there is something just... I don't know, energetic <laughs> about the whole atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Even the sound of it, to me, is, sort yes. of, is very thrilling. Yes. And one of the things um, that I really loved that is what you kind of what sold me on it when you were telling me about Keeneland is you have access to getting really close to the yeah. horses. Yeah. Now, you're not going to be able to pet them. Right. Or um get that close, but you are a really? couple of arms' length away mm-hmm. sometimes that kind of close, yeah, and that just was special because mm-hmm. i haven 't been around equestrian life at all, and just to kind of get to see even. A little bit of backstage access. The size of these jockeys, all of yes. that. Yeah, It was pretty, very cool. So, cool. Um, Okay, so we'll, we'll jump into a little bit more on that later. But I did want to let people know, if you want to tailgate, there are um, a couple of places you can do that. There's tons of paved parking, which is free until mm-hmm. it fills up. But there's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, people tailgate there. And that's just, you know, in close enough proximity to the gate where you can tailgate, park, you know, set up shop, and then um, when the gate opens at I think eleven, yeah, eleven, um, you can go straight in. There's also the hill, mm-hmm. which would be a shuttle ride away, but they have shuttles that run. And there's tailgating happening up there. That's I th- I feel like that's probably a little bit more for the true party. Yeah. And maybe if, like even like the
1: infield of Derby or something, yes. Thanks, Infield okay. of
0: Steeplechase, yes, yeah. in here in Nashville, yeah. So that may or may not be the place where everyone that's not even going inside is going to hang. Or I they, don't know, that may an, not may ever
1: make it. It's <laughs> an assumption
0: I'm making that you know, it kind of like there's certain pockets of tailgating in front of a Tennessee football game, exactly where you know you're kind of under the assumption that these people aren't even going to the game but <laughs> <laughs> they're just here to hang which is fine and fun and that's right it's own it's it's that's own prerogative um but there are a lot of family friendly amenities even on the hill like they have food trucks bluegrass music there is a jumbo television that broadcasts so you can see the race Again, if you're not actually going <laughs> inside, that's good. Um, there's even wagering options okay. on the hill. I didn't know that. And um, that's there, and, then, and then, like I said, there's a complimentary shuttle service that runs um, to and from the grandstand area, I guess is what they call that. So post time, which would be the race start time, is 1.05, like first one, right after 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And they run about every half hour. So this is fast. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In fact, we found that a little
1: difficult, remember, in doing our bets. Like, I wasn't ready to figure out 10 bets. Right. So let's just put one on the first two races. And then that may make you miss race three when you're going back to do it again. Yeah. Maybe if you're fast, it's not. I felt like I was really trying to figure out my bets. Yeah. Which we'll get into that, too.
0: Well, (laughs) well, let's go into it. So once inside um, the Grandstand area... We, um, just really, I mean, we didn't plan to do this, but we started talking to one of the really kind gentlemen in a, his, uh, green, Adorable. hunter green blazer and fedora. And he was labeled as a betologist, which, you know, context clues tells you <laughs> he knows a lot about betting. And we just started talking to him and we said up front, we don't know anything. We're new this. We need some basics. So...
1: Were you surprised by how much we got, though, when we said we need some basics? And this brother told us the ins and outs. Like, I was getting...
0: Yeah, I felt like I went to school for it. And I felt like he said it well enough that I was able to retain it. I don't know if it's because he was holding a program, so I was able to see exactly what he was talking Mm -hmm. about. And I think they probably all do that, Um, which there's a pro tip. Buy a program. Buy a program and talk to a bedologist
1: if you don't know how Uh to do this because I just think it's fascinating.
0: Like, I think it was $5 for the program, but it's also a fun souvenir to go home with. And I still have my fall uh, program here that I'm looking at even today. But, um, yeah, he... You know, he really talked us through the entire program, what we should be looking for. So I wanted to highlight a few things that I learned.
1: Don't you think that there's lots of opinions on what matters in picking your horse? Yeah. If you went to... Five different bedologists they might tell you kind of five different things. It's their perspective. That's
0: true. Yeah, because I want to talk to one again when we go in April. Sure. Because just to hear, I need nice a refresher, enough. and yeah. I want to hear, yeah, what this new person would say. And they're everywhere. I mean, they—they yeah, yeah, they were yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So um, carry on, though. Yeah. So one of the first things he said, um, which I think is important to know, is the minimum amount that most wagers have is just a dollar.
1: Yeah. So, so these, don't think that you got to come like with the big bucks. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you do, great. They hope you do. But yeah. it's a good place to get to know how to do this. Yes. Yeah. This is
0: actually a very affordable road trip. It's a five dollar ticket. It's three dollar or three hours away from Nashville. I'm not sure where all our listeners are, but it's in a pretty centrally yeah. located spot for the southeast. And if you're tailgating, you're bringing your own food, so you're yeah. not having to... Now, there are concessions, and we'll and talk about And by the way, that. you can't go in and out. Like, you can't go back right. to your car. Like, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Tailgate so in the morning till about, you know, right before... You're going you want to go into the grandstand, and then that's it. And
1: then you're buying alcohol if you're continuing to partake of that inside. Yeah. Or if they have
0: non-alcoholic stuff, too, just for the money part. Right. Just thinking But, that. you know, if you've brought your own breakfast and a hearty or a hearty breakfast or breakfast Mm -hmm. and lunch, Mm -hmm. that's two meals that you've not had to eat out. Anyway, I just think it's a very affordable road trip. Um, Okay, the exacta box that was a new (laughs) term for me. That's when you're picking two horses, and they have to come in in first and second place, but they can be either order. Right. So you're just telling them the two horses that you think you're going to come in. Yeah. Um, And that has... um, a $2 minimum because of the two horses and then so on and so forth with the trifecta, meaning three horses, superfecta, meaning four horses. So that's first, second, third, and fourth place. Yeah. So Um, you're getting into
1: more and more, um, money that you could win, but also harder to, yeah. Yeah.
0: Harder to win. See, I guess I thought every bet was either you're picking just the winner or you're picking first, second, third, and you're putting them in the exact order, order, which that does exist. It does. Um, but I thought that was the I mean there are so many varieties on the ways that you can bet. Um but this biologist did tell us about a people group that you need to make sure and pay attention to, and they're called the handicappers. And they're the ones that are the experts that have watched the horses, they've studied them, they know their stats, they've even watched them that morning yeah. during their exercise routines. Mm-hmm. And you can look in your program, and also there's a Kingland Racing app.
1: Yes, I had that one.
0: And, yeah, we both downedlo- downloaded that. Something. It's free. Yeah. But you can see the handicapper's pick Picks, yeah. So why wouldn't you want to lean on that. somebody that's been studying? Watching this closer yeah. than you have. Yeah. Now, that's going to probably bring the odds down if everybody's going right. with just the handicapper's that's right. pick. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting, too, was with the app – it was even more real time with if a handicapper had noticed something in that morning's exercises okay. that changed their okay. uh, their picks. The app had that real time information, whereas Print of course the not. program sure. has been printed. Who who knows how many days or weeks ago? So the app was very um, very informative for that reason. This one was interesting to me. There was this term. Listed on every race called maiden. Yes, yes. We I had I wasn't real familiar with this either So to me a ma- maiden meant I don't know female, young, uh I don't know, that's probably all I would have put against it. That's not that's not what it is what it it's means like, at all. I think I said, Oh, like a maiden voyage. First time First out First time. So a maiden yeah, so it would mean these horses have never raced before. And to me, that's a much more exciting race to bet on because there's no precedent. Yeah. I mean, I love an overcomer. Yeah. So if somebody's, you know, got um, bad odds or hasn't proved themselves well, you know, just in there.
1: And so for those, you could, I mean, gosh, there's so much that could be said, but you could look at the bloodline. That's what a lot of people's picks, they go from the bloodline. Who's the... yeah. Maul and Paul of this horse, if yeah. you will, and yeah. what was their racing history and that yeah. kind of thing.
0: Gosh, and there's it's just, so much to this. There's so much to it. And, you know, at the end of the day, what do people usually, not people, what do us girls like to go with? Oh, the name. The name. Is a great the, name? That's what I like. I mean, <laughs> there are some fantastic names out there. In fact, um... I don't know. I I should have made a list of some of our favorite ones from the fall meet. But But that's often where I start. Like, okay, for the Kentucky Derby or
1: anything, I look at, okay, here's the 20 in racing. I love these three names. Now I'm going to start doing my homework.
0: Yes. But I'm always
1: kind of cheering for the ones that I like. So you start
0: with the name and then start. For me. Yeah, I I know. I I think I do the same thing. I mean, I'm certainly not going to pick one where I don't like the name. Yeah. Even if it's got great odds. If it's a name that's just weird or... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. just sounds like it's something
1: yeah,
0: weird. I don't know. Um, yeah, so we had... Uh, okay, so we learned about the maiden. We learned that some races have a claiming price. Oh, yeah. I've never seen this because... Uh, so... Yeah,
1: go ahead.
0: And that could be a maiden race. Mm-hmm. It could, you know... Could, or it, it could just be another... Race. I don't know what they would call a regular race if it's not a main race. But if there's a, a claiming... A seasoned horse, if yeah, you will. If there's a claiming price, and again, your betologist could show you where it's listed in the program. In the program. It's in the top left corner, though, usually. That price, whether it be 15000 20000 or up, is what those horses are for sale for today. that day. And there's no negotiating. It's, I mean, you, you don't go with trying to haggle... Yeah, it down. And that uh, horse owner has to be ready to take that money, the buy that day. I mean, yeah. So I don't
1: know what happens if there's more than one interested or something.
0: Yeah, I don't either.
1: Now these auctions, can I just say something about the auction too? Because I think that's fascinating when they have their horse auctions. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to mention, and I'm sorry, I just pulled this up on my phone. So I'm just looking at it here, but Keeneland just had their largest horse price sale in oh. January. Oh. A horse by the name of Abel Tasman. I hope I'm saying that right. Okay. A Philly, a female horse. Sold for five million dollars. Whoa. <laughs> so um purchased by um there's a there's these different oh my horse gosh. farms, right? And so this is for breeding purposes. This is not for racing horse. This horse has already raced. and yeah. had shown great success. Won the Kentucky Oaks in twenty seventeen. Wow. Has a bloodline on both sides that's really rich. Okay. And so breeders want that horse. For yep. five million dollars for five million dollars, they're seeing that just as an investment of I can breed this horse. Yep. And make it with, all back. And make that and then some.
0: Gosh.
1: So um just fascinating. And Coolmore Stud is out of Ireland, but has Ashford Stud there in Lexington. Okay. And that's the horse farm, if you will, that bought it. Okay. And so, um, just wow, pretty
0: cool that... Five million dollars. And I
1: looked the guy up. He's like a third generation, I think, horse guy. You know, his dad's yeah. still in the horse business. His grandfather was from Ireland and... I want to say the guy was like my age ish. <laughs> I just thought like, oh, just another day at the office. My goodness, a horse for five million dollars. So anyway, I
0: just wanted to throw that out because I thought that was fascinating. That's crazy. Well, let's see. I, I I don't know if I've got probably got one other thing I would mention. And again, talk to a betologist if you're interested. And I would encourage. I don't always want to encourage betting, but at least go learn about it. Even if yeah. you're not gonna put any money down in it. It's just interesting. But the last thing I would mention was that I thought stood out to me, each horse in the program or on the app, they will show the horse or the races that they have been a part of and the dates. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was interesting. The betologist we talked to said, hey, pay attention to the last race that they were in. How recent was it? Yeah. You, sh- you should be seeing horses that have raced maybe Recently. in the last couple of months. Yeah, even. yeah. Um, anything that's further back than that. Something's going there's on. There's a flag. Yeah. Have they been injured? Yeah. Um, like what, you know, why the gap? Yeah. And so, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a flag and something yeah. to something to pay attention again, to. Yet, again, one of the other factors to try and measure, um, into your bet. So,
1: and I want to say this, I don't mean to get heavy on it, but like, you know, we're talking about betting in a fun way, not a lot of money, not that's putting right. a lot of money into this, um, but there is real addiction to that. I feel like we even saw some there. We did. Like, there was people literally there wagering for more than just what was happening that day. They're wagering and watching all the TVs of yeah. other horse races going on. And I don't know. It just seemed like I was getting a snapshot it of... It
0: did seem out of that, a healthy place. Um,
1: and I just didn't want to take yeah. that lightly. No, that's like, if really you have addiction good. issues, we're not saying... This is the yeah, right place we, for you to
0: go, but we spent maybe twenty dollars on in our bedding yeah. the day that we went. But there are signs, even about posted signs, if you have a you feeling like yeah. it's out of control or you need some help. So I just wanted to say that that's cause good. I'm glad you did um, because we we, we are want this to be a about, fun thing, not yeah. a and. You know, we don't want it to be a place where families don't feel like they can come anymore either. Like, we saw families there. That's really up to you as far as if you feel like this is a family-friendly environment for your family. We saw some kids there. I wouldn't say that we saw a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, But especially, like, in the general admission area. And you can get, like, you know, let them see
1: the horses, watch some of the horses racing. I think that's pretty cool to get to see.
0: And kids under 12 are free. So, I mean, there you go.
1: But anytime there's anything like this, an environment where there's a lot of, you know, people there for the whole day and alcohol is included and some of the partaking, you know, with that, there's, you know, cigarette smoking and like things like that, that, you know, kids may or may not be used to being around. Yeah. But it's really, to me, no different than what you would see at a tailgating football right. situation or something
0: like that. There's always going to be groups that are going to take it to the extreme right. and present difficult circumstances right. for everyone. Language um, gets
1: out of hand exactly. or whatever. But, but
0: but overall, it it is meant to be family friendly. Family friendly. Right. Um, so... <laughs> I'm not sure how to transition now so, that I've talked about children. Let's talk about the Keeneland the breeze. The so, Ke-
1: I made a Keeneland breeze for us today, which is... Um- Something you could buy there at Keenlands. So good. It's um, bourbon. I used Maker's Mark. I think no, they. I used uh, Four Roses. Okay, I think they usually use Maker's. Maybe Mark. They use Maker's Mark. It's yeah. Maker's Mark, typically um, orange liqueur. Mm-hmm. Um, I even put a little fresh orange in there too, mm. and ginger ale. Yep, and then and it's garnished with an orange. So it was so good. Very tasty.
0: Very good. Highly recommend if you're gonna. To have Enjoy a cocktail the day. there. That's a fun one to do. Do a Canlan Breeze. And it's actually simple enough that you could make it at home. But certainly festive <laughs> if you're on the grounds there. Um, so what do you think, I'll, I'll name off a few, but if you've got any as well, what should we do this time that we didn't
1: do last so, time? So we already know we've got a few friends joining us. Yes so um, that's which I already think that's better. That's going to be fun yes. and I'm hoping to even get more to come and some of our listeners to come. Mm-hmm. But um I want to plan the tailgate like Okay. Food-wise, yeah. I think it would be fun for everybody to participate okay. in bringing something,
0: potluck style. Yeah. yeah. But just, you know, festive. So are we, let's see, the gates open at 11. Yeah. So you're talking tailgating between what? Like Nine well, and eleven ish.
1: I don't know that I necessarily even need to be in there at eleven if the yeah. first race is at one.
0: I did see because I was interested in doing a tour if it was possible. Uh-huh. But they're sold out for okay. like the I think there's like a owner's tour that you can do on Saturdays. A lot of the stuff because Saturdays are so popular, they don't do right. the extra That's tours right. and this and that. So um, I was
1: hoping to tour a horse farm, and they don't do them on Saturdays. And, okay, and this is not even a time really when there's much horse farm touring going on.
0: Okay, I it did, may be because they're breeding.
1: Like, oh, that's, that's true. maybe what it is. I don't know. But well,
0: I did see at eleven thirty at what they call Wagering Central. They do a little today at Keeneland Okay, talk, and I think it's. Sort of their shortened version of some of the information you get on tours. It's thirty minutes. Okay, so from eleven thirty to twelve, yeah. you you could learn a little bit, yeah, about that. From
1: so I don't know. I may guy. want to get in that early. Yeah, but um, I I and I haven't thought this all the way through. We just got the tickets, but um, I know we're excited. <laughs> we're excited. Um, I mean, people were doing all kinds. You know, you saw people with cornhole and yeah, like different things like that yeah. prepared. Um, I think it would be fun to... It depends on who's there and sure. all of that. Um, I'm hoping to meet up with a couple college friends that... Yeah. Or, Kentucky you know, girls. Kentucky girls and such as that. So, we'll see. But um, definitely, you know, have a food spread and yeah. alcohol spread and... Ham sliders. I want to bring... Those are tasty, yeah. but I love my... Um, Kentucky hot brown slider, oh, too. I mean, that's very Derby, not Keeneland, but still. Maybe I'll make them. I usually make those in May. We'll make them in...
0: <laughs> Just do a big batch and freeze, <laughs> freeze
1: <laughs> That's, <laughs> part that's of brilliant. Them. That's brilliant.
0: So you've already got them done for May. Yeah, so stuff okay. like that. We'll, okay. We'll
1: have a fun little... And we'll, we'll tell people... Uh, maybe with pictures on Instagram or something, what we end up doing. Okay. So follow us on Instagram if you want to see what we end up doing. But yeah.
0: We'll, we'll have to plan ahead cause we'll be traveling with it. So yeah. yeah do we'll you have, do y'all
1: have cornhole?
0: Yes, we do. do. We might want to stick that. that in the car. Yeah. And yeah. Um, now people are
1: doing these big Jenga's <laughs> all that. I don't I know, know what the next hot thing is, but cornhole
0: is good to pass time. It's just such an easy setup. And Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and I hope we make some friends, you know, there. Because that was one thing I felt like I was seeing when we came
0: in. I know everybody already knew each other, didn't everybody they?
1: Everybody seemed They'd like they were interacting. Yeah. And I would think just like with football. Yeah. Whoever you're tailgating next to, you start chatting with. So,
0: Except it's a little different, I guess, than even football. Because... Nobody's wearing, you know, there's not like a team. That's true. You're it's not pitted you against anything. each other or automatically united. It's like we're this all here for the love of horses. <laughs> well, we may have to have on a Steel
1: Magnolias something or other. There you so go. So that we can make conversation. We should. our
0: podcast. Well, one thing I do want to leave room for um, when I get inside the grandstand is bread pudding?
1: <gasps> yes, we. I think just got so busy with all the taking it all in. We didn't ever try. it. We saw
0: it. It was there. Yeah. We talked about it. We got to doing other things. We went in the gift shop and we got Which, to looking at other horses uh-huh. and um, we just lost track of time, I guess, and we never got and back never to got the bread pudding. Again, so, but this time it's I'm getting on. me some bread pudding because <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. I saw and there it. is if.
1: You know, I've had good bread pudding and not so good bread pudding. Good bread pudding is
0: yeah, wonderful. Yeah, And especially if it's kind of chilly out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's- what do you think, what would you say about saving room for, is it pronounced burgoo? Burgoo. Burgoo. Yes. Yeah.
1: I, that's not my favorite. I'm not a big lover of stew, but that is a huge popular thing in Kentucky.
0: Okay. No, that's that- going to be like... On several there's I, I meant to say this earlier. There are several places to eat there. Within the grandstand area. Right. Some require reservations and are more um business casual or even business formal dress. Right. And some are as basic as what you would consider a concession stand. Right. You know, we're talking hot. Those dogs dining and, rooms you're paying to be in there and that's
1: often where you're watching the yes, race. Yes. And to me, that's not as much fun.
0: No. That's I'll, just I, yeah. me. I want to be right. out there and he- I hear, hear the, the thunder, or hear the, of those yeah.
1: hooves, and yeah. all of that. Yeah. But for some people, they like the. Yeah. You, you are enclosed, so no matter what the weather. It's true. You know, yeah. you're in a contained temperature. Yeah. But I kind of like being out there. But
0: if you're one that wants to always try the, you know, what this place is known for. Yeah, yeah. Sort of menu items. Burgoo that and would red be one or two. And the Canel and the are, are all things that they yeah. are known for. Um, and I think I'm just going to bet wiser this next time. I learned a couple of things. Um that I'll be applying to the next go around. Um, I probably won't be spending anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm still very conservative in that, but I think you do. It learn. would almost be fun
1: to have a group that's like, okay, I'm only going to go on bloodline. Okay. And then somebody else is like, oh. I'm going by name and then I'm going back. Like that would and be kind of a fun. And see how they panned and out. see who is the winner. That's the very day. interesting. But I don't know.
0: Okay. That could be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, we mentioned, uh, Make sure and get a program. Make sure and download the app. Um, Make sure and give yourself time to tailgate if you want. Definitely make sure and walk around um, close to where the jockeys are just walking around. They're kind of walking the horse before they jump on so you can see them. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess there's something to the circular pattern. I have, probably should have known more about that, having been there. But they were always walking them around Yeah, I think tree. that's just so you could see
1: all the okay. way around okay. what this horse's physique is and all of that. Okay. Like, you're getting a good look at it. Yeah.
0: And you can, I mean, people were running to the betting, the wagering, central and wagering stations. Right at the left Right minute. after seeing that. Yeah. They're like, okay, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you know. I don't know what you yeah. just saw yeah. that made you know something, but... Go well,
1: I, I kind of watch. I've told you this with the Derby because I'm watching it on TV. I like to watch as they're bringing them in. Who looks like they're raring they're to go? Raring to go, yeah. Because there is something about that to me. It's true. Just seeing the now, you know these those are really uh, those thoroughbreds are really race. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They do. I'm sure all these horses know what they're doing, but.
0: Anyhow, fun, fun, fun. I just cannot enough put my stamp of recommendation on going to either the fall or spring meet at Keeneland. So I had a great experience in October. That was your birthday celebration from me. So we may have to make it an annual affair. I just, I had a great time. I thought it was a great trip and looking forward to doing doing it again and with more friends this time. So it's going to be good. Come Um, on out and join us, y'all. Come join us. So,
1: um, do you wanna do I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some upcoming shows for Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley, yeah, our intro music, um great pickers, and there's some fun shows coming up in some areas of the South right here in Nashville, Tennessee. On February the fourteenth, which is I know is Valentine's Day, but oh. they've got a nine p.m. show at the Station Inn. Okay. And then on February sixteenth, which is a Saturday, they're going to be playing the Down Home
0: in Johnson City. Okay. So if you're in that area of Tennessee, that just feels like them them that would be a good venue. Home. I don't know anything about it. I just I know what Johnson City's like, and I like the name of Isn't that, that. great? So. And then on February seventeenth, which is the next night on a Sunday,
1: they're going to be playing. Wayne, um with Wayne Henderson and Presley Barker at Muddy Creek Music Hall in winston-salem North Carolina. <laughs> Another great name. So there you go. We <laughs> got awesome. Station in the Down Home, and Muddy Creek Music Hall. All going to be um, blessed with Rob Ikes and Trey Hensley. That's so
0: cool. Get out and check them out if you can. And um, enlarge your cultural experience with some picking.
1: Yeah, some really good picking. I saw some videos of them playing at a Taylor Guitar um, kind of expo thing, and they were getting great.
0: Ooh. Reviews
1: and, and such. So, really, okay. they're
0: good. That's cool. I, very I'm very anxious picking. to see them very soon. Um, we wanted to end with some southern expressions because we had really we, that was fun. We, had, we <laughs> had good feedback on that. In fact, if you haven't yet, <laughs> take a moment to go over to our Facebook group page, and we had a fun little discussion on southern expressions last week, and we'll be continuing to. Um, Ask questions and get discussion over on the Steel Magnolias podcast group page. Um, But, Lainey, what was your expression? Well, I've got so many that run through my head.
1: But I just thought the appropriate one to share for today, and I don't know if this is necessarily Southern. This might be all over the place kind of a thing, but hold your horses. Oh, that was appropriate for today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, if you've ever watched a gate open in yes. a horse race that's pretty phenomenal cuz yeah. they can't wait to get out and cuz they know they're racing so um just the visual of that hey hold your horses we'll, we're going to get you know cuz once that gate opens it's gone it's they're out so that's, that's mine funny. for the day yeah,
0: yeah i've never seen anyone try to hold horses but that makes sense um this one <laughs> i'm still laughing just reading it <laughs> you haven't even said it i know <laughs> I'm as busy as a one-legged cat in a sandbox. Mm-mm. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's kind of terrible, kind of hilarious. So anyway, that's that's, awesome. that's one busy. Now person. I've heard busy as a one-armed paper hanger.
1: Have you ever heard that?
0: Yes, my old boss used to say that all the time. But this is a visual. That's- <laughs> pretty funny (laughs) busy as a one-legged cat in a sandbox oh well with that we will bid you adieu wish you a well week and again if you haven't gotten your tickets and are interested in joining us at keeneland jump on their website and grab one of those general admission seats for april 6th this one will be there we'll see you there all right cheers